Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas. With me always, Adora Jessica. Hello, buddy. Hi, Ben. Are we broadcasting on AM? We are broadcasting. I just realised, just talking before the show, that I cannot turn <laughs> my voice too <laughs> too much uh, because I may lose it. So I've just got oh, these dulcet tones uh, just to uh, rest the voice. Are you feeling a little bit of an itch in the throat? Uh, no, no, itching as such, just it's strained from, uh, of course, we both uh, opened at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival last night, and uh, I uh, then decided to do quite a few gigs afterwards. And um, so that's I, right. I got to be honest with you, I don't, I think I'm going to change my tone because, <laughs> 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 is, like, I'm pretty sure I was about just dozing off that just the intro alone. Yeah, well, the soothing sounds. You're going to get excited. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival for 2023 has started. It started. Doing our solo shows. A lot of fun things to celebrate because, you know what? It's our favorite time of the year. Like, we, we get, I mean, we both love comedy. We both love doing comedy. And and it, fucking, there's some great acts in town. There's some great uh, local acts putting on fantastic shows. I'm chuffed. I'm exhausted. Yes. <laughs> I'm completely, completely fucking spent. But man, what a ride. I'm so excited we're back here. We're back, man. Think about in 2000, that feeling when the festival got pulled and we were all going, I can't believe it. There's no comedy festival. Here we are three years later. It's in full swing and I could not be happier. Exactly. And shout out to, uh, I had a couple of Fitbit listeners who, uh, of course, in my show, it's very easy to let uh, let me know that they're there by putting up their hand and not asking a question and just saying, I listen to your podcast. Amazing. Thank you so much for your support. Keep doing that, please. We, love, we it. love it. Love just it. Just any more questions. Don't worry about it. Just just make just, statements. Just statements. Just yeah. statements. Yeah, statements of support. show should be called. Any statements. Any statements. Yeah, uh, that would you know we go down a whole freaking path. I'm gonna statement. You owe me fifty bucks. I was like, oh wow. Well, speaking um, of, you owe me money. Uh, I owe you money. Yeah, I do owe you money. Um, uh, who else I own? Yeah, that was funny because my show is based in a pub, which I didn't know, and and it's so funny because we've performed at the Coopers Inn for years, like years. Like there's a comedy club there on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. I was unaware how many 21sts I've attended there and don't remember because all my mates had 21st birthday parties at the Coopers Inn and they're all like, a lot of them hadn't been back since they were 21, which is just so weird. Like, and also right, so they were like, oh, we did this party here. Oh, shit, your connection just fucked off. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're back. No, so they were just like, oh, you don't remember having my birthday here. Yeah, yeah, I like, I don't, but even then, there was one of my mates got, he had a birthday party and he doesn't remember hosting the his own 21st birthday party. Because he was so drunk? So drunk. So drunk. Right. It was just like, it's like, and then to think that, you know, it's like, I, yeah, I just, I remember, I remember one, because one was at, like, we were at uni, but then my friend Sarah, she had one. I remember that one because. Sarah! But, Sorry. But, but, but you know but, but also just and the only reason I remember that one is because I I wasn't drunk. <laughs> that was the only one I, like, I don't... Well, like, actually, a good reminder that we should keep not drinking. Hey. Oh, my, 100%. And especially <laughs> at this time of the year because I was out late doing shows and, you know, it was nice to see all these young comedians uh, yeah, as excited as we are. Absolutely plastered. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, man. 
Ah, it was amazing. Just so were they performing plastered or they're just plastered at the back of the gig? Plastered back of the gig. So oh, um, fair enough. Why uh, wouldn't you be really getting into it and, and, uh, and you know get to the show Nenoyama was kicking I, on and it was just like come on. I'll be honest with you, I am so fucking jealous of that. I genuinely am jealous. It was such a fun time to get drunk. Oh, absolutely. At, at, the, at these events, you know what I mean? Obviously, again, like, let's not forget the, the, the second part of that was when it got too drunk and it was really messy and I just have a lifetime of regret. Of course, that is a reason enough for me to not drink ever again. But that's not to say that until it was bad, it was fucking great. It, yeah. it, goes, yeah. it, it goes from it's all right to, hey, this is good, to, oh, my God, this is the greatest, to, fuck, I hate myself and everything that ever came across. And you know what I'm, I, I also got nostalgic about as well. I was like, so last night at the show, I had um, I had uh, two, like I had, uh, I had some uh, mums from the school, uh, and then I also had uh, one friend who I worked with on a TV show, and then another actor who I worked on a TV show years ago. And it was so funny because then I introduced uh, uh, the writer and the actor who'd never met before, and mm-hmm. then you know we're all just chatting around, trying to you know you know because you know, a couple of groups of different people come you want to see you after the show. And it was so funny that those two hit it off really well, started mm-hmm. drinking, and then I got a text when I woke up this morning at 2 o'clock going, are you still out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, these two people had never met, had a really good connection, and then parted on to 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, well, if I'm bringing people together, yeah, it makes me feel so good. You're doing like, God's work, mate. You're doing God's How was the first show? Fun? It was fun. It was fun. It needs work, but it was fun. It was, uh, yeah, it, you know, excellent. and when we say it needs work, we know when we do our own show, we're our, you know, biggest critic and then we know what works. And, but for the audience, they probably didn't even notice a fucking thing. <laughs> they had a great time. They laughed lots. Yes. So, yes. so it's just that thing where I was like, well, actually, uh, I know. I w- yeah. Yeah. You? I, uh, yeah, it was a great show. Doesn't need any work. It was done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with it, and it's really look. It's I think I'm gonna have a really fun festival because um, there's less clenching of my teeth as I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's just I can sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So yeah, that's gonna be fun because obviously there's some other work that I'm doing that takes up most of my day um, during the week. So I knew that was gonna be happening. Um, so I had to start, um, you know, working on the show. Uh, a bit ahead of time i guess and so yeah i'm pretty happy with where it's at and um i uh i do worry about my energy though because the show is at 9 15 because of the other work i have and so um you know finishing at 10 15 every night also i know that my audience tends to be a bit different younger like already someone tagged me in a pic that said uh in, in a instagram thing saying 9 15 is too late for my my age but i'm here anyway or something like that yeah 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 <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's a weird one, but uh that's, you know, part of it's a good problem to have that you've got too many things on at the moment. So that's I'm not complaining. Uh I just have to make sure that I don't burn out, men, because I'll tell you what this morning so straight after the uh solo show I had a uh, another spot that I had to do uh and uh yeah, I forgot that this morning I had a breakfast radio spot, uh which is really cool with our friend Nick Cody. Uh but man that was the first time in this last few crazy months that I went, oh, I think I've said yes to too many things. So I got to just be careful to, to uh, not overwork myself for the rest of the week uh, and just sort of take things easy, uh, cut off a couple of social engagements that I had just to kind of just, you know, use as many 
as much time as I can to just reset and recharge. So, for example, uh, you so far on the pod, Ben, you have yawned four times. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Lived, I was just saying, as well, I know the feeling. I know the feeling because I was out till two. Again, said yes to too many gigs. And then I was out to two. And I said yes to it. Had a great time. And uh, but then of course I you know uh, just completely forgot that of course I need to wake up at six thirty to feed my children <laughs> and my partner goes to work so I'm like oh yeah that that four and a half sleep four hours of sleep was great but then mm. and then knowing that I have now cancelled all the other late shows that I'm going to do um, yeah. and just focus on the ones that actually benefit because you know if you don't have too much sleep you're not as sharp on stage yeah um, sometimes if you if you don't have enough sleep you just you sound drunk. Yeah, you know, speaking uh, of uh, speaking of sleep, I got my mouth guard finally. Twice. Uh, and uh, to be honest, I haven't really used it because because um, the the night that I had got it, I, I I left it outside, and by the time I got to bed, I, I was so tired that when I hit the bed, I was like, oh, I can't be bothered getting up and going and getting it again. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, so have you ever used it? I haven't used it yet. I we trialed it at the clinic, and look, I'm going to be honest with you, it's a little like un- uncomfortable to begin with it's just a weird feeling like it's like it like every single one of your teeth are being hugged and that's a weird yeah, sensation it is. It is but weird. i'm hoping i'm hoping that eventually it just becomes so normal that you know it's just going to help my sleep because you know we were on tour together which we should talk about uh and um we uh basically you know i couldn't bring my sleep apnea machine and things like that so this is probably going to be a better solution for me so i really 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 so did you not sleep well on the tour? You uh, I, uh, well, that was just sort of, I suppose, we didn't have really... Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I had my ways of being refreshed, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, honestly, okay, I'm going to have to start penalizing you if you keep yawning. There's got to be... Yawn, I just laughed at No, you did. I have video. We can just rewind the footage. There yeah, is rewind. actual... I don't. Yeah. I, I yeah. started yawning inside my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, this is not, uh, yeah. So we're gonna fire up. Come on, fire up, fire the, up. Um, no, because I that was that was funny because on the tour, it's the most I've slept in. I reckon, I reckon three years. I so was let's, just banking out ten hour. Ten so hour let's nights. talk about it. Ben and I, we went on the multicultural gala tour. We started off in Pakenham, then we went to uh, Shepparton, Horsham, Ararat, Hamilton, Warrnambool, Mount Gambier, Kyneton, Bendigo, yes. and it was. Pretty f- fucking fun. Let's just be honest. The lineup was unreal. Just pause a- it for one second. Sorry, dude. Sorry, just pause it for one second. Sorry. Let's just say this. Hi, darling. How are you going? Hi, uh, I'm just going to be recording a podcast with Dilly. Um, yeah, no, I am professional and focused. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I will say I'll pass on his love. Are we all good? I thought it might be party. Okay. No, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll pass on your love to him, and he'll pass. And on I'll his pass love my to love on. He's to passing you. his love on to you. So I'm delirious. I still haven't slept, so it's just. Tell yeah. her you keep yawning on the pod. <laughs> I am going to get a nap in before I pick the kids up. I just thought this was party related because um, um, the weather's looking good now for Mickey's party tomorrow. So um, yeah, I know it's such a relief. I think I had a nightmare about it raining too much. <laughs> I know we don't speak. I love you. I'm going to call you later. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 
and we're back. <laughs> wow, so seamless, seamless. Um, yes, no, that's because uh, okay, let's because uh, then I can talk about my because I'm in the midst of organizing a party. Go. Okay, so tour. Uh, the tour was called the Multicultural Gala. It was one of the best lineups. Uh, the lineup was amazing. We had a new comedian, Doris Smith from WA. Then we had Ivan Aristegueta, Ting Lim, Jeff Green, myself, Tahir, and you, Ben, hosting the night. And so it's pretty much just, uh, oh, now with Dora doing last week's episode, uh, the, it was a Fitbit, uh, some of the Fitbit previous casts, basically. Yeah, yeah, totally. Previous guests, sorry. And so it was so cool to have that many cool people to hang out with, but also have different energies to like nerd out about comedy with Jeff Green and then talk about like, you know, I don't know, just I just love Tahir's attitude. Tahir just loves being a comedian and I just love being around that. So it's just he's been good, and, and 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 he's love for family. I think I I enjoyed that. He's uh, and uh, and then also which I which I loved as well, which I didn't know about him, is that um, he's Turkish. He's uh, he's not only is he Turkish, but he, this is the longest tour in ages that he's done without his family. So usually, if he does more than a week, he then brings his family along with him, which I absolutely oh, love. That is so, cool. Maybe yeah. that's something to aspire to for yourself if you ever yeah, you know, yeah want to totally. go into a. I think it's family. easy. It's easy when your partner doesn't work. Um, I think it'd be harder. Um, oh, true. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. But yeah, you go. Uh, so you got to see the sort of style of touring that I've been doing in WN Queensland and stuff like that. And so there is the fascinating part where yes, there is for you as a uh, you know someone who has parental responsibilities. Um, but often, uh, don't fucking yawn again. I can see it. And so we basically, um, you know, you do, uh, you would have appreciated not having to set the alarm so early as you might normally do. However, it is surprisingly challenging, isn't it? To, to pack your suitcase every morning, drive for hours and then unpack and then do a gig. And then it's just like, you're on this weird kind of, um, uh groundhog day kind of vibe uh yes yes you're definitely definitely groundhog day vibe what what i did know though what i really find it was um it, not only was the sleep great but mm. also um it, there was a I, you your logistic muscle because so much of parenting is logistics and because we had such an amazing tour manager who took away the, the logistics that needed to be done that um, that I kind of found it quite soothing sometimes that the, the biggest logistic was if I could fit all my dirty washing into my plastic bag and then put it back into my suitcase. Because when I got home, I actually didn't know how logistics work. Like I was like, oh, what? Oh, no, I need to, oh, I need to drive. Like we just got driven around. Like I drove for a mm. little bit, but I just, I think it was amazing. I was like, can you imagine, all I can think of was like, can you imagine doing that for three months? Three months that someone just does your whole tour for you, like which yeah. we don't, friends have but then logistic your logistic muscle kind of sort of drops off especially for me yeah. so I was like I came back I was like oh right I oh yeah that's right I gotta I got responsibilities <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta I gotta do stuff I need to order things I need to, to you know make sure that Teo's football top is ready for practice like it was all this mm. kind of stuff that I actually genuinely loved being um away from that because also when they take away logistics which I loved because we got to also drive with just you, me, and Ivan, that you then all you, all you can do is just, you just talk and you just like mm. delve into each other and have fun because everything else is thought for you. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to plan that too far ahead. You just no. get a sense. Yeah, exactly. 
like especially then, around hotels and getting there and all that stuff. Totally. And then like even I felt even more pleasure because then between you and Ivan, like I didn't even have to think about food either. Because <laughs> you guys would organize the restaurants and you know work out where the best place to eat was. It was yeah amazing. Right. No, it is so fucking cool, the whole experience. And then especially because I think the um uh like yeah the bonding that you can have in something like that so we you and i i uh, i invented a game um a while ago with my uh with my ex and it's a game where basically someone starts a song on the playlist and you know whatever let's just say randomly you just pick a song and then from there (laughs) yeah 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 so you eventually just then the the whoever's turn is next has to try and um play uh, gets to pick the next song but they have to have a reason why that next song why this particular song inspired the next one so for example there was one what i played and ivan was like oh this reminds me of a song that i uh, my my mom used to play on the, when we used to drive to school and so then you know i might go oh okay i'll stick to that theme here's a song that my mom used to play when we used to drive to school and then yeah. you might go, oh, that song actually reminds me of this time my uncle or my grandma dad made this joke about this thing because my grandma didn't know the lyrics. And you basically use it like it's a great way to just unlock memories and oh, share that memory with, with, with each other. And for someone who loves car games, and especially now with children mm. and big road trips, mm. it is by far one of my favorite games I've come across. Oh, cool. Because then what happens is Avan went to sleep in the back of the car and I started driving. And then we played, I think, for an hour and a half. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't want to stop. Yeah, like, yeah, We didn't yeah. want to stop at all because we were like, okay, what about this? Because I reckon there's uh, a bit where Avan's just like, yeah, I think I'm done. Uh, well, no, it was, I mean, you know, it, it's a, it's very tiring, the whole thing. But but like, uh, no, sorry, as in driving, even if you're not the driver yourself, um, it can be tiring. I think some there's elements to... You know, when you are the driver, you're so focused and you're concentrating. So there's more. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> I was in the back, uh, there were some windy roads that really fucked me up a bit, you know, because you can't totally. really the, and, and, um, anticipate the movements a bit. And then, uh, yeah, so we had some great, big, big laughs, uh, you and I uh, playing that game. So I'm glad you like it because that is a uh, Dilruk original. So I'm very it's proud of that game. game. It's a great um, game. Yeah, and so if you want to complicate it even further, that uh, it's more about you can you have to listen to the lyrics of the song, find a theme that's attached to those lyrics, and then launch off the theme. Whereas yeah, we kept it a bit simple with like, yeah, exactly, kept it simple with what does the song inspire? What's the next song that inspires? So that's a really fun one. But yeah, then we had great shows. The shows were fucking belters, and you know, um, yeah, it just it was just lovely. And it's a rare thing for you and I to um, get to tour together. Yeah, uh, it, it, almost, never, almost never. I think once we did years ago, you and I went with the Dum Dum Club Boys to Adelaide for one night, and uh, uh, but that was what, probably it. Eight years ago, two thousand and sixteen or seventeen or something. Fifteen, yeah, wow, fifteen. Wow. Yeah, twenty fifteen. So yeah, you're right, spot on. Eight years ago, and uh, yeah. So uh, but then also there was the worry, like in terms of uh, health and nutrition. You know what I mean? So I, uh, for the most part, did my best to get breakfast right uh and then then but usually by lunchtime and dinner it fucked off uh on the but in terms of exercise though i managed to maintain um, go for runs and uh do some uh workouts in the hotel and stuff like that um i, I liked how you and tahir would go for long walks yes i did it, it, and it's also uh, yeah I, I enjoyed the long walks uh jeff joined us quite a few times um but what i liked it was just it was a great way to get to know each other 
because then mm. you know we just uh, we just talk away and then uh, and then pick each other's brain. Oh, I was very fascinated by his life outside of comedy, um, which which I found absolutely fascinating with these all these business ventures and and, and what he's up to and and you know where he where he you know puts his focus not only in comedy and family but where he puts it elsewhere. Which I uh, absolutely and then we had one day which again I just could not believe. I was getting paid for it is, you know, I wasn't aware that he was such a good golfer. So we, we had this amazing day of playing 18 holes uh, out in Horsham and other yeah. people there looked after us, which was lovely. It was mm. just like they recognised him and uh, and they thought I was his security guard. So, yeah. um, so you know, like it was, it was just a real fun tour. And then again, because we were split up in the rides, it was also a nice way to eventually get to know each other. So it was nice to get to know Dora. Um, you know, we'd already knew Jeff. I didn't know Ting very well either. Um, so it was yeah, it was nice to actually you know get to know each other and our tour manager Pommy, who was a character in himself, like it's amazing. Yes, so, so. Yes, very elusive character. So I would love if you could get him on the pod, but you'll never do it. You can't um, even get a photo with him. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, he's such a great guy. Well. But yes, the food wise though, I yeah, it was that thing where I was like, I you know we I tried, but then a couple of times it's like even then late at night, the ample service station dinners were her- horrific. Like you know, they'd be like you know, our tour manager mm. wasn't. He was. He was. Ha- he would have been happy <laughs> to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at an ambulance station. <laughs> like, yeah, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, like, he's someone who has been on tour for six months in a row in the past. So for him, this isn't an issue. But for for someone like me, I reckon. I reckon three weeks max before I start to actually dislike it. You know what I mean? It's it's really fun. We left after about 10 days and I've done two weeks of it. Um, no, I've done 20, I've done 18 days once. And I reckon that starts teetering on being too much. Um, because, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's probably max without a break. Um, because the day I came home, ah, oh, it was so nice because uh, it was after the Bendigo show. And me and Jeff Green uh, and Jeff Green's wife, who joined us on tour at one point, uh, we drove back. And so that night when I finally got into my bed, my own bed, ah, the heavenly feeling of just sliding in. It's like, ah, it was just wonderful, you know, and waking up in your own bed and not having to rush and panic and stuff, you know, and being able to like go to your local coffee shop and all those things. I definitely am, as much as I love the uh, the variances and the variety in my life, I definitely still am a creature of comfort or creature of habit in a way that I really enjoy those little, the little rituals that I have, you know, uh, at home. We got a new, we got a new rule now that if I go away and come back, the kids aren't allowed to get a haircut. Cause when I came back, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony had his cool faded shaved hair, which he hadn't had before. And then, and I hadn't seen him. So when we drove back from Bendigo, the first time I was going to see him was when I picked him up at school and Tay came out and I didn't recognize him at first. Yeah, and I was right. like, he just looked like such an older kid, and I was like, mm. oh my god, how long have I been away? I had this moment. I was like, have I been away for three months, four months? Yeah. Like, what uh, was that like for you as a father being away for that long? I it's it, like ten days is is I, I couldn't do anymore. Like I couldn't do anymore. Like I mm. found ten days uh, hard at times, just because you're missing out on so much. I think that's. I think I have the fear of missing out in their lives. I love. You know, you know, like you know, my son's got you know cross country coming up, or Mickey's got a swimming carnival, or you know, I missed out on a concert. Like you know, Mickey had a singing concert. I really wanted to see that because mm. she written her own so- song again, and I love it when she writes her own songs. So I was like, you know, that kind of stuff. Which you know, it'll come around again, but you know, like as as what um, 
what festival always for me is every year is sometimes I'll see people who will come to my show, friends and friends who I haven't seen in four or five years. And so like last night I had actors who I worked with at Open Slather and when I worked there, Minka was six months old. And mm. now, you know, I haven't seen them in that long and they're like, how old are your kids? And I was like eight and six. And they're like, what? Hang on. No. Like, no, what? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, you had another one? And it's crazy. Like, because usually you can keep in touch with most people throughout social media. So you have an idea of what they're doing or what they're up to. Mm. And, uh, and, and then that's what I find quite funny, especially for me throughout festivals, that for, for a lot of, which I, you know, which I kind of like is now for maybe, I can maybe think of one, two, three, four, where for four friends now coming to my festival show is their annual sort of um, get together work function. Yeah, cool. So they'll, like, they'll know they'll come and then they'll have their big work function and then uh, uh, and then and party, you know, have like a, you know, fun afterwards. And so quite often when like, you do- Like a sex party? Yeah, definitely. They all throw their keys in a bowl and uh, and then uh, someone picks it out and go, oh, I'm going to fuck the Volvo tonight. They're going to fuck so, the bowl? No, the oh. Volvo. Oh, okay, right. Okay, that's not a bad way to go. Yeah, um, but yeah, so, so then, then like, so then when you see someone, so I had a friend last night come up and I was like, how is LA going? He goes, I don't live in LA. <laughs> for some, <laughs> and for some reason, I saw his post once when he was in LA. And then because he's an actor, I just assumed he would have just stayed over there. And because sometimes like he's posted something, it, you can't really tell what's in the background. He's just talking to it. Mm. So, so I, and I just love it that, that, that I just assumed that he's lived in LA for four years <laughs> yeah 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 it's just it's just it, it happens like that there are certain friends in my life that i trust you know we don't really keep in touch on the regular but when we do cast especially those of us who were well, from sri lanka but went into different countries we're not keeping tabs on what's happening with each other but when we do meet back up in sri lanka say around christmas it's always so great we just hit the ground running and i like having that kind of relationship because it's it's not quite superficial it's not like we're just you know we do have a deep connection but it's almost like we, we understand that it's really hard to maintain those connections while you're in separate countries on separate time zone, living your own life. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, you know, rather than pretending like, Oh, let's, let's do a zoom catch up or whatever. It's like, no, we're not gonna. So let's just yeah. catch up again <laughs> in, in, in two years when we're next to each other. Or it's, um, it's like when we landed in Warnable and then everyone checked in, uh, yeah, landed in Warnable and then everyone checked in and then I was like, okay, and then uh, my friend Emily picked me up, uh, who is an old friend from uni. She says, oh, you know, have a cup of tea. And so I went back to her house. I didn't know she'd bought a house. And then before you know it, it was like, after oh, you have a cup of tea, you get a tour of this cool house. And, you know, now in four weeks, we're heading back there for a weekend away. We get to stay at a house. I was like, oh, cool. How good is that? I definitely hit my saturation point, I think, with the um, property chat. <laughs> because every town, every town we went to, Ben, you had a story about some friend who bought this thing and stole that, or you'd be talking about it. And I, uh, and because you light up and you enjoy it so much, I don't want to, you know, poo poo it, but I definitely started whacking my headphones on as soon as. <laughs> as, soon and then as because of Van's partner was really into it as well. So I was like, just texting her, going, oh my God, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Oh my God. Even your sound checks, when you were doing sound check, you were like, oh, hello, Carrington, uh, my friend, blah, 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 bought a place here and made a London one. I'm like, my God, he's, it's your obsession, isn't it? I do, I do, I do love it. I love it. And I do, my favourite show at the moment now is, um, is uh, well, it's a new series with Selling Houses Australia. I just absolutely I'm glad, I'm glad you have it. I just, you know, it's nice it's, to know that, you know, in a relationship, you don't have to, you know, bond on everything. We can have different things. Yeah, totally, totally. 
exactly. and shout out to people from kind that was the most amount of people i had come to the show and and, and it's really cute because then i had my uh, my best friend uh, lucas since kindergarten come mm. with his wife and their friends and then my next door neighbor who came to the yeah. show her parents came and yeah. then and then um old work colleagues and you're just like oh, it's amazing how all these seven, three separate people end up in this tiny little country town of Victoria. Like, yeah. I, I love that, that all these yeah. walks of life, did they ever think that they would all end up at a small place? Where and we went We all... went uh, on the way to, I can't remember which gig it was, but uh, we stopped at a pub that your mates owned. Yeah. In that Saint, was so much fun. St. Arnold's. Yeah. Which you pronounce? St. Arnold's. <laughs> yeah, he, he says Sinanas. So me and Ivan are to get that both from overseas with English as a second language. He's going well, English Sinanas. is my second language as well. No, it's not. It is. No, it doesn't. No, it's not. What did you study in high school and primary school? Yeah, but I had to learn English when from the age of three to four. Yeah, but once you start learning it in school, it stops being your second your language. Your first language is the first language you speak. No, the first language is the language that you're most prominently like you you use in your life. Oh, I debate that a hundred percent. You're saying first is first time ever, what have you? So that means for yeah. people, my first language is Google Gaga. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember learning English when I came to Australia and yeah. I didn't know how to speak it. And then yeah. my parents used to make fun uh, of me. Because I used to say hospitable <laughs> instead of hospital. I remember. I remember. Um, I remember learning. I remember learning English. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look. Okay. Look. Uh, I might uh, stand corrected here. So uh, it says uh, a first language uh, slash native language or native tongue or mother tongue is a first language or dialect that a person has been exposed to from birth or within critical period. Now. It, it birth you get that right but in terms of critical period let's be honest you were four years old when you came to australia yeah but i was already talking i can't remember like well all right well i would say it's it's a fair case to be made that me and ivan probably have less of a grasp of the english language than you would have had uh yeah because you came over here later exactly so where, where did you first so that, that just... speak english uh, probably from birth, but because <laughs> <laughs> um, because oh, that's really funny. Because <laughs> we watched a lot of television, and I uh, spoke to mum in English and stuff like that. But I spoke uh, to mum in English. Mm, but in uh, oh, but okay. but in uh, school and stuff like that, English was just a you know English as because I remember name. when my mum I heard my mum first speak English and it freaked the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Like, and then, like, I heard dad did it, but I never heard mum do it because then mum and dad would just speak Dutch to each other. It was really weird. Mm. And then, and then also, I remember as a kid, then I was like, eventually, like, I started learning English and then it was a Australian accent. And then I heard an English accent. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, you were saying St. Arnold's is how you pronounce St. Arnold's, uh, which threw us off. Uh, but that was really nice pub. Look, the whole experience was wonderful. Uh, but I think uh, what was really cool about it is just to, um, you know, we don't know if we, you and I will ever get that chance again. Hopefully we'll get to do a cruise ship together or something like that. I hope um, we'll get a cruise ship. But it's such a long to, to it, like, you know, like before you know, you might be huge and you'll be touring on your own. Yeah. So, like, you never know. Like, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. But like, I always, I always like to think of the idea that if I get big enough, that I have a budget for an opener. You know what I mean? It always comes down to. Oh yeah. And then, do, you, do you sell enough tickets to be able to justify? It? Because you saw the cost of what it takes to take one person there. There's, you know, hotel and the hotels aren't cheap. Like even though we were sitting 
Oh, let's talk about the variances in the in the accommodation. <laughs> so certain motels we were staying in looked like people got killed there, and then immediately the next day we were in some of the most luxurious fucking things I've ever hilarious. seen. Hilarious. There was one place where we stayed in uh, the Macedon Ranges that literally had a huge spa in the room, not in the bathroom, in the right room. next in the room next to the bed because that way it's facing the mountain ranges and fuck me that i didn't love it you know what i mean i i uh, i did it with the as soon as i arrived and um oh and also there was that one day in horsham we had which we had a, no we had no show and so we went to um the grampians we went to that outlook what was it called something end or yeah i went there with you the next day so I played uh, golf that yeah day. Yes. yes yes but the day off the, on the day off you were playing golf and i decided to to have some medicine and yeah by the time you came back from golf i was heavily medicated heavily medicated, heavily medicated. So and so i thought just as a little bonus for the, our listeners for um, sticking with us i'll post a picture of me medicated <laughs> <laughs> and and uh so medicated yeah just lots just good medicine it was great sleep that night and that's probably why you felt like i looked refreshed uh, on the tour but i gotta say Shout out to some of the towns that I did not expect to fall in love with. Hamilton, gorgeous. Mount Sorry. Gambia, unfucking believably beautiful. Mount that Gambia blue lake, we get kept, kept kept getting told that oh, it's not that blue this time of the year. <laughs> what the fuck does it look like the rest of the year? Because good lord, that was beautiful. And thirdly, and more surprisingly, Warrnambool. What yeah. a absolutely stunning like ocean front and 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 there's like a little lake and things i had a one of the my favorite coffees like it was it was a standard long black but in terms of a moment with coffee i just sat there facing the ocean watching horses have a little swim uh the last time i was there there was a, a whale that fucking showed up um seals uh were there and and it was just i don't know good on tom ballard and dave hughes from warnerville for but finding the ability to get out of that town because it is quite a beautiful town. And also, you got to remember, a lot of people from Melbourne moved there as well, like in throughout the lockdowns. You know, oh, is like, this another, pro- are you, another property. A lot pack- of people moved out there, <laughs> like big time, packed yeah, up, yeah. sold up. And then also, let's not forget Bendigo. Again, like there were no, yes, there's only really one bad town, really. And that was it. Oh, are like, you going to call it out? Absolutely. It was Ararat. <laughs> <laughs> Ararat, I feel sorry for Ararat. It's it 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 has always it will it has always been a prison town, and now since the new facility, it will always remain a prison town. We went on a little prison tour, uh, which was great for twenty seconds. <laughs> I know. I, I know. <laughs> no, it was, it was, no, it was actually pretty good, uh, but there was definitely some intense moments where, like, I don't know, there was too much detail. I kind of started tuning out, and then you and I we started fucking around and becoming really immature. So. Uh, it was fun. It was still very fun. Was good. Um, was good. Listen, we are going to do a very short episode this time because uh, we're both very spent, as you might be able to tell. Um, I, I'm happy to report, though, that uh, because of the exercise that I did on tour, um, I didn't put on weight. Because normally when I go oh, away I for that long, I always come back with an extra kilo or two. This time it stayed almost the same, maybe a little bit less, in fact. So that was very, very, very nice to find out. Uh, I am excited uh, for the Grand Prix that's coming up, the Grand Prix weekend. Oh, it's uh, huge. I'm, I'm very excited. It's obviously eating the eating into our ticket sales, but that's okay. That's what happens when you have too many good things in a wonderful city. Ah, that makes sense. Is that the penny just dropped? 
on no, I just was wondering why Sunday was so, like just like all the other shows are sold out. Sunday is just, and that's when the Grand Prix is on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so on, yeah, man. I'm already looking. I can see Alba Park Lake from my uh, little abode, and uh, yeah, it's just nice to uh, nice to know that Melbourne's up and running, and right, Melbourne's great. back, baby. Right. Um, so uh, go see go see our shows, Dylan. What time yes, are you please. on? I am 9.15 at the Town Hall in the supper room. My show is called Heartstopper. Uh, it's uh, it's just a lot of uh, good time. I mean, obviously referencing the heart attack that I had last year. So our listeners, uh, you know, you've always been into the health stuff. So come down for that one. Uh, and, and also come uh, and down. A really fun bit, which again, I've shared on stage, which I've shared in the podcast as well uh, about um, the time I got a Brazilian. So <laughs> some good little callbacks to feedback. The, um, and then uh, come to mind, uh, you can ask questions, which has uh, been a lot of funny. A lot of listeners have been doing as well. But also, again, it's, I forgot how nice it is. Kuvi's Inn, it's a great pub. Like a lot of people just hang out afterwards. And the vibe last night, um, yeah, a friend of the show, Tommy Dustler, shows there as well. And it's just, it's a real, real great vibe. You can, you know, come yeah. out, have a drink. And then before you know it, you can just go see another show. It's just, it's a, it's like I always like, it's, it's, a, it's a country pub. In the middle of the city. And I so, <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.